If we're being real, it's time to get into NBA talk. With that being said, we're going to jump right into it with something we heard on ESPN. Let's do it. So after the Game 4 loss by the Warriors, ESPN analysts were talking about what happened down the stretch. Tell us what was happening down the stretch. Well, they were very surprised that the Warriors fell apart, and they were also surprised that Curry didn't hit the shots when the team needed it within the last two minutes of the game. It looks like they have not been watching his entire career. Exactly. Look, we talked about it in a video previously. Curry, before this game, was 0-13 in the last two minutes of overtime or the fourth quarter when trying to take the lead. 0-13 and 0-7 from three. After that game, he's now 0-14 and 0-8 from three. This is in his entire playoff career. How can they honestly say that they're surprised Curry didn't hit those shots, and how could they say that they want Curry taking those shots? He's the last guy you want taking that type of shot. With less than two minutes in the game, in the playoffs, the man can't hit water if he fell out of a boat. Exactly. And by the way, that's not taking into consideration all the other blunders he has had in the last two minutes of games in the playoffs. This year alone, he took a timeout when the team didn't have a timeout, and this game, he threw the ball out of bounds, when nobody was there. I have no idea what he was doing there. He just was like, eh, I'm on the ground. Let me throw it out of bounds, I guess. Been watching too much of pool play on this team. Well, speaking of pool, another thing, they said that they were surprised that the Warriors fell apart. We've been seeing it since the beginning of this team. They're not that good in clutch situations like this. They always fall apart. The only times they didn't is when they had Kevin Durant on the team. And that's loaded in and of itself. Exactly. So basically, since the beginning of this dynasty, they haven't been good in the clutch. I'm not exactly sure why they're all that surprised. Anyway, let's move on here. So I want to talk about what we think is going to happen in these series real quick. For one, I think we're both just going to assume that the Lakers are going to beat the Warriors and move on to the next round. And the same thing with the Heat beating the Knicks. Yep, I agree with that. They're up 3-1. Yeah, Maybe something will happen, but it's very unlikely. Teams that are up 3-1 usually win. So let's get on to the last two series here. Which one do you want to start off with? Nuggets and Suns or Celtics and Sixers? Let's start Celtics and Sixers because I think this is going to be a tougher series. All right. So before we go on and predict who we think is going to win, we got to talk about these teams real quick. Do you have faith in the Celtics at all? I absolutely have no faith in the Celtics. Right. We've talked about it before. I mean... We have our issues with Tatum, right? Yep. We got our issues with how the team is built, right? Yep. We got an issue with leadership, right? Yep. And like we've talked about before, just the way this team is built, the players they have on there, we don't think that they have a chance to make it to the NBA championship or win the NBA championship without help from a lot of injuries from different teams. It's essentially putting the ball in the other court where the other team has to fall apart or get injured in order for them to advance. Exactly. And luckily for the Celtics, though, last year and this year, they are getting a ton of help in the injury department. Still, with that being said, this series right now is tied 2-2, which is absolutely pathetic. They should be blowing them out of the water. Exactly. Look, Joel Embiid, he's not healthy. Everybody can see he's not 100%. He's not even close to 100%. He's going out there and trying. We'll give him that. But he's not even close to 100%. Yeah, if you look at his performance, obviously he's trying and still wants to win. But he's nowhere near the MVP caliber player that he is. And literally this year, he got the MVP. 
nowhere near seeing that. Anybody watches these games, they would not guess that that's the MVP on the court. Exactly. And there's been some rumors he may need surgery after the year. Whatever. It is what it is. He's not the same. So the Celtics should be wiping the floor with them. They're not. But now let's get into the Sixers real quick. So why we think they have issues moving forward. Joel Embiid isn't healthy, obviously, and you're relying on James Harden to get you there to have good games consistently. And his performance on the Rockets proves that he cannot do that consistently in the postseason. Exactly. Celtics, you have your issues, and Sixers, you have your issues because you're relying on James Harden. We've talked about that's not a recipe for success. With that being said, let's get into it. Who do you think is going to win this series? This is really tough because the Celtics should win this series. And if they win the series, I'm not going to be surprised. But a part of me really wants to say the Sixers, because even with the injuries, they are still fighting against a 2-2 two to two series. Yeah, see, my heart wants to say the Sixers. Look, I'm a Celtics fan, but I have my issues with the team. So my heart wants to say the Philadelphia 76ers. But, I mean, they are tied 2-2, two to two, but it's taken some amazing performances by James Harden. I don't know if they have two more of those in them. And without Joel Embiid, you need those performances. I don't think they're going to be able to hold up that pressure. Unfortunately, I'm going to give the push to the Celtics, even though they really don't deserve it in this case, because they're kind of letting a very injured 76er team still stay in it. Yeah, unfortunately, I think I have to agree with you, which sucks, because I really don't want to. Again, I'm a Celtics fan, but I got my issues with the team. I've had them since Jason Tatum's second year. But yeah, I think I have to go with the Celtics just because the Sixers got to beat up Joel Embiid and you're relying super heavily on Harden. All right, so there you have it, folks. Our prediction is the Celtics are going to squeeze out the victory, even though it probably should have been a little bit more defined. With that being said, if the Sixers win, neither one of us is going to be surprised because we both think the Celtics have a lot of issues. Might even be a little bit happy for it. Hold on. I also think this conversation is even more funny because... He is literally wearing Celtics shorts and the Celtics hat today and is trash talking the Celtics. Yeah, yeah, it's unfortunate. They're my favorite team, but I kind of actively root against them right now. It is what it is, you know? So let's get into the next series. Start us diving into that. So I guess let's bring up the Suns real quick here. So obviously the Suns' depth is a huge issue, right? I mean, they are relying on Kevin Durant and Devin Booker to have amazing performances every single game for them to even stand a chance. With that being said, they've both been adding up to like 80 points for their team every stinking game, it seems like. They've been doing really good carrying this team as much as they can, but the depth is an issue. I don't know if Chris Paul will be able to come back, but I don't know. It's iffy for me. The depth is an issue, and you're relying on Kevin Durant and Devin Booker to do a lot for you. I feel like at some point, the load is just going to be a little too much potentially, and they may not be able to pull it out. Let's talk about the Nuggets before I give my prediction on this. All right, so tell me if you've heard this one from me before. My biggest issue with the Nuggets is the coach. Sorry, are we talking about the Bucks or the Nuggets here? (laughs) Honestly, from about the same time, I've been saying the same thing for both teams. The coach isn't that good. The coach doesn't make adjustments until it's too late, usually. You heard it here first, folks. I mean, we just predicted that the Bucks needed to do that, and finally everybody else is catching up. Maybe it's time for the Nuggets to take same shape and follow suit. Exactly. I mean, look back in the bubble era, or in the bubble year, they were having issues making adjustments. They didn't make adjustments until it was honestly too late for the most part, right? And I think you can see that here, too. So they go out, they win game one. They looked really good in game one. Then 
they should have lost game two because the Suns made adjustments, right? But then Chris Paul got injured. So they go out and they've come back to win game two, but they still haven't made adjustments and therefore they've gone and lost games three and four. One of the things that defines a good coach for being a good coach is the ability to make adjustments on the fly, but not only on the fly, that they can look at the game, analyze the game, and know what to do moving forward to make adjustments. And that just does not seem to happen. I mean, I think it was the end of game three. They're all kind of blurring together right now. But I think at the end of game three, I saw Jamal Murray out there, and he just didn't look like he had it at that point in the fourth quarter. He was too exhausted. I know we had a great game up until the fourth quarter, but... I could tell he didn't have it anymore. And I was like, you need to get the ball out of his hands. But they kept giving it to Murray. And therefore, I think you don't go and win. You need to be able to see those little things. And not only see those little things, you need to be able to make adjustments for when the opposing team makes the adjustments for what you're doing. So, Suns, you got an issue with depth. At some point, it's probably going to be too much for Devin Booker and Kevin Durant. And Nuggets, you got a coaching issue. I don't think he makes the adjustments when needed. With that being said, let's jump into who we think is going to win this series. Bottom line, another toss-up. It could go either way. Unfortunately, it's being led by injuries again. But here's my take. I don't think that Kevin Durant and Booker can continue to keep this up. They have the weight of their entire team on their backs. They're putting up 80 or 90 point games combined. It is absolutely insane. I don't see them continuing to do that for two more games. If they mess up for just one game alone, that puts even more pressure on their backs, and I just can't see them pulling it out. Well, again, I'm going to have to agree with you. I think the Nuggets are going to end up pulling it out just because it's too much for Devin Booker and Kevin Durant, especially with Chris Paul not being there, being able to take some of the load away. So, yeah, I agree with you. I think the Nuggets are going to pull it out. But just like the Celtics, are you going to be surprised if the Suns somehow win this? No, I won't be either, but I do think I'm a little bit more confident in this one versus saying the other one. Yeah, I'd agree. But honestly, the Nuggets should be down 3-1 in my opinion. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I kind of agree though. It's tough. I mean, Kevin Durant and Booker are putting up genuinely outstanding performances. We talked about in an episode previously about how 30-point games aren't 30-point games anymore. And realistically, those are just considered good games now, not great games. Well, these guys are putting up freaking phenomenal games in the postseason when it is just them on the team. And I know we talked about Kevin Durant not seeming like Kevin Durant. I still don't think he really seems like that, right? He seems not quite himself, but just his presence is helping Devin Booker. And then when Devin Booker starts going off, that's helping KD. It's just a good combo right now. Yeah, they're feeding off of each other and doing an outstanding job on it. But now, when one of those guys goes down, has a poor performance, starts missing shots, that's going to be fed through the entire team. And now you're relying on either Kevin Durant or Booker trying to give the ball to him every single play. And if you don't, then you're putting the ball in the cold guy's hands. I see that failing them in one of the next two games, which is going to put even more pressure on them. And I don't think they can pull out two in a row. Well, speaking of them doing really good and why we don't think it's going to continue, I'm pretty sure Devin Booker had like five misses in game three and like four misses in game four. Like he's not going to have that going forward. So yeah, anyway, we already made our prediction. Let's close it up here. Let us know in the comments down below if you agree with us, disagree, why. Remember to like, subscribe. Until next time, keep it real.